0: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode. Last week, uh, the day that I was recording, I talked about how that day it was my prom day, and I was really nervous and excited. And I was just gonna give you guys a quick update on how prom went. Prom, um, it was fun. It was enjoyable. the way i said that it contradicts the my statement it was okay prom was it was alright. uh i wasn't it went to my expectations like it it was gonna be okay the first song that was playing when i walked in was boys a liar so part two it was the song i wanted to play the second song, immediately disappointed. It was Tennessee whiskey. It was my worst nightmare. I, I talked about how I just didn't want that want that song playing every five minutes. It was already the second song, that was playing, and I'm like, oh God, it was all right. messed up. It was alright. I saw a lot of people I knew there. Uh, people looked fabulous. Everyone looked stunning. Oh my god, I was... The playlist was alright. But everybody looked so good. I was also kind of disappointed in the, the theme. Like, there was no theme at all. But Anyways, but yeah, that was my update. Prom, it was good. Afterwards, prom was fun. I went to Sonic for the first time, which was crazy. And now Sonic is my favorite fast food of all time. I thank my friend for taking me... To Sonic, so yeah, thank you uh but anyways, yeah, today's topic is gonna be on self respect and uh, I had a conversation with this person I had this week, and they made me look back and reflect on how I practice self respect and that kind of like I guess that conversation triggered something in both of us, and so I realized. Not a lot of people speak on self-respect. And so I guess that's what I'm going to cover this week. I feel like it's kind of important to talk about this. And we've always been taught to respect others. Ever since primary school, we've been drilled into our heads of the importance of respecting your family members, teachers, authority figures, and your friends, it, it's part of the golden rule. And there's no denying that it's essential to give respect where respect is given. However, I notice kids are rarely taught to have self-respect. And so I was trying to remember or recall if I was ever taught anything about self-respect. And I only remember one time. It was, I was in primary school. We had When I was, it was, like, first grade, so elementary school. So every school has, like, a school motto. Motto. So, like, that acronym that is intended to, like, uplift the student body in a way, every school has one. And my school's was (laughs) be safe, be respectful, and be responsible. We, I think we called it, like, the three B's. It was, like, on everything merchandise that you could, like, buy from the school. And there's posters of it in the hallways all the time. And, like, at school assemblies, the entire student body would, like, be instructed to say at the same time. And around once a month, our teachers would give a lecture on how we should demonstrate each of those three Bs. And so, for example, being safe would be using the play structures correctly at recess and being responsible would be picking up your, your lunch tray after you're done eating and all that stuff. And so when it came to being respectful, it always would be something like treat your peers with kindness. And the only time I recall learning about self-respect was in first grade. And my teacher was was t- uh, teaching us how to say no to somebody That was bullying us, teasing us, or like saying something of the sorts. And so the way she taught us to say stop was... There's a whole process to it. It was first you had to extend your arm until it was completely extended out. It was your right arm completely extended out. And then you would have to lift your hand so that the person could see your open palm. And... The way she demonstrated this, I don't think it was part of the whole ritual, but I think she just had it. So she had her arm extended, and then she had her other hand, her left hand, on her hip. On le- <laughs> on her hip, and then you were then supposed to say, I think it went like, you're bugging me, please stop. And this was back in first grade. And that day she told us, after like demonstrating it to us she now said like now practice saying stop to your neighbor and so as a class we turned to the person sitting next to us and simultane- st- ugh, simultaneously she said no the entire class said you're bugging me please stop <laughs> with everybody's hands extended out in front of them and their hands on their hip and I'm laughing at the fact, just because the teacher had her hand on her hip, the entire class decided to have their hand on their hip as part of the ritual. And just imagine just a bunch of first graders. That kind of look a little cult. <laughs> Saying that out loud, I'm just laughing at how cute that would be. But all laughs aside, that's the only time I do remember being taught self-respect. And I think as everyone, like as everybody grew up, they learned self-respect, a certain level of self-respect by either learning it the hard way. And when I mean the hard way, I mean we had to learn a lesson when someone trampled over us, we let someone say something mean to us or we didn't stand up for ourselves or we saw someone or we see, were seeing someone that happened to a person you know, and then you learned from some somebody else's experience because we don't want whatever happened to them happen to us. And so I'm going to, today's episode, I'm going to illustrate what self-respect could look like. And it looks at different ways. So first of all, I'm going to start with something I'm going to call exterior self-respect. And there's probably like a name for this. I just don't know. But this is what I'm just going to call it. Exterior self-respect. And this is about the level of respect that is given to you by people. And accepting disrespectful behavior toward yourself can look like many different things. So, examples. People that are rude to you for no reason. It could be a person you know or you don't know. It could be a person you consider to be a friend. And they might like to be rude to you. And it could be portrayed as, like, harmless teasing and there's a difference between harmless teasing and where you like both of you can laugh and then there's just an asshole you know there's going to be people that are going to make the most outrageously offensive comments and just say oh it's just a joke like chill out you know and jokes I've been saying this recently jokes are supposed to have an element of humor if there's no humor involved then it can't be considered a joke you know and these people do it for some sort of gratification whatever the reason is and they're not aware or sometimes they just don't even care of the harm they're causing letting someone cross your boundaries is also another form of self-disrespect um emotional boundaries and physical boundaries so when someone like tries to force out your feelings when you're not ready to talk about them yet or you just don't want to talk about them with that person you may not have the energy or the full strength to say what you need to say with how without having like an intense emotional reaction and with physical boundaries it could be someone that's trying to cross lines sexually or also doesn't have to be sexually it could be a situation where you you barely know a person or you kind of know them but not very well and then they start acting all touchy or if the person doesn't if you are a person that doesn't like to be touched and you're with a person that's very touchy letting them continue this And not saying at all is a form of self-disrespect. And with all these examples, if you're the victim in this situation, I am not saying it's your fault, whatever. It is never, ever your fault. The fault is always on the person that's disrespecting you. End of story. We can't prevent a person from being mean or rude to us. However... We're disrespecting ourselves if we continue to let this person do whatever they're doing to us. If we let them continue with their actions towards us. So think of it like this. Think back to the days where you were in elementary school, primary school, and you're on the playground with your bestie you know you're having a fun ass time and let's say this i'm making up like a scenario uh let's say this kid probably like a grade above you you're having fun with your best friend and then all of a sudden this kid approaches you you and your best friend looking for trouble and decides to suddenly just push your best friend like an aggressive shove what are you gonna do you're gonna go say something like i don't know you're gonna say something about it, you're not just gonna let it happen. Probably something along the lines of like Hey, that wasn't very nice. I don't know. I'm trying to think what my first great self would say. I don't think I don't think she would say in like that voice, but the point is that you stood up for your friend and said said something. Why? Because you love and care for them. Now, the question is, where is that energy for yourself? Why aren't you standing up for yourself and saying something? Not standing up for ourselves is self disrespect, and it hurts us. It's bad for our health, it's bad for our soul, for our self esteem. So, I'm going to recommend some ways we can tackle that disrespect to being. To having self-respect and first you have to acknowledge first take into consideration that you have to acknowledge all this negative energy you're receiving from this person is coming from somewhere whether they have a hard family life whether they might have been bullies themselves it could be a case where the abused becomes the abuser uh, it could be also, it could come in a form of self-hatred. In the past, I've known people that would bring down others to uplift themselves. And whatever they're doing to you, it's just, you have, you, you just have to remember, it's a form of them releasing anger from what they're going through. So I would first just to ha- try to have just a little bit of sympathy before going straight off on them, you know? And so the first step, of, first step of self-respect is addressing the problem. Don't wait for the situation to reoccur to address it. Address it as soon as you can. And make sure when addressing it, it is in physical, in-person conversation. Advice to anyone and everyone when addressing an important conversation Never highlight, underline the word never. Never talk about it over text, over phone, over the internet. Only in present physical face-to-face conversations. I can't stress that enough. It's it's just going to be better in the end. There's so many factors that can go into play that could affect the aftermath or how the conversation's gonna go okay it can go completely south if you do it over text and so i can't stress how that enough but anyway when addressing the uh addressing the person with that problem tone and attitude is crucial to what the other person's future actions are going to be so some don'ts avoid fidgeting with your hands it shows that you're nervous and that you're lacking confidence this entire interaction of this confrontation doesn't have to be like i feel confrontation it has like negative connotations to it it's more of like this civil discussion you know and this entire interaction is about confidence if you lack confidence which is okay. Not everyone has confidence within themselves. And that sometimes takes time to learn. Just remember to fake it. You can fake confidence. No one can know that your. No one will know or can know that your confidence is either real or fake. So just fake it. So when it comes to like this actual interaction, I would suggest... Either if you're kind of like awkward with your hands. I'm usually sometimes like awkward with how I'm going to place my hands or my arms. So what I would suggest is either crossing your arms or also interlocking both your hands together and just like resting them on your lap. Or if you're standing you can just rest them like let them loose. Because this hand placements are going to establish a seriousness and a dominance. And so it just sets that mood for the conversation. You're not going to be... If you just have them like fidgeting with your fingers, you look like you're not taking that conversation seriously. And for tone, never ever yell or scream or be loudly with your words. Don't go into the conversation yelling. It... The other person isn't going to take you seriously. Because when you're loud. You can come off as like very immature and they're not going to take you seriously. So it's better to have a serious, serious, normal tone. And now here, I'm going to talk with some do's. Talk at a slower pace and make sure that the other person is going to clearly get your message. And now I'm just going to think of this as another random conversation. And this one is also very important. Eye contact. Make sure to hold eye contact. Don't look down. Don't... Everything about this, remember, is confidence. If you're going to be looking down, you just look small. And just... You need to make yourself look like, hey, this is what I'm talking about. You need to listen to me. And combining all these is going to ensure that you're going to be taken seriously. And a couple notes before finishing up this sentence. I mean, this section. You're not rude if you say no. You're not rude if you say no to peer pressure. You're not rude if you say, you're not rude if you want to confront someone on their shit. I used to avoid confronting people on their, on their shit all the time. Now I usually just approach it with like a strategic plan, then I'll do the confrontation, which takes a little time. I should probably like speed up that process. But I'll, I'll eventually confront them. For example, when I, when I was a sophomore, I think it was, a, yeah, I was sophomore year. And I remember it was probably like the beginning of the year. I was like walking in the hall. And then all of a sudden, I mean, I wasn't a slow walker, but like the hallways were like really crowded. And so I was trying to get through. And all of a sudden I feel these two hands on my waist. And then also, I was moved to the right. And this goddess, tall ass dude, just moves and just looks at me and then, like, proceeds to be walking. First of all, if I was in your way, you could just say, Excuse me. I would have moved out the way, and then this entire problem would have been solved. Second, please don't touch me. It is, I can't, it's so uncomfortable and disrespectful to be moved by your waist. Physically moved. It's disgusting. And I just got sick of, it was only one time that he did it. And I remember I was, I was so sick of it that day. And so probably like a month, not even, actually a month. Probably that same month I was walking again. I am not a slow walker. I'm a fast walker. My friends know that. I'm a fast walker. And so that happened again, like the 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 like the halls got so clustered up. And so I felt these two hands on my waist again. And I think I don't know if he was doing this on purpose, but I felt those two hands again and I immediately like knew who it was. And so I brushed them off immediately and I looked at him and it just gave him his look. And then he never did again. He looked, he probably looks scared, but don't be afraid to confront. Also, don't be afraid to like, you don't have to make us. I was always afraid. Oh, I don't want to be making a scene. I don't want to uh, attract attention. It does it. It doesn't matter. You don't have to make a scene to confront somebody. You can do it in private, too. And secondly, don't be scared on who you're confronting. And I was talking about this with someone the other day. I don't care if you're my friend. I don't care if you're my teacher. I don't care if you're the president. Bitch, I don't care if you're the pope. I I don't take disrespect From anyone. And neither should you. Don't be scared. Because you don't. You you shouldn't be scared. Because you don't deserve that respect. I don't care what kind of authority figure label you have. I'm not going to take shit from you. And that took me probably years to learn. And I was talking to this person about it. And they're like, yeah. And so now I'm going to move on. To something I'm gonna call internal self respect. And all this is gonna go, all this includes what goes on inside us and inside of our heads. So when we don't respect ourselves internally, it can look like negatively talking about yourself, saying things like, oh, I'm not attractive enough, I'm not smart as them, I'm not good enough, or I'm not thin enough, or all those negative self-thoughts, you wouldn't say that, you wouldn't say those things to your mom, or your or your best friend, or someone you love. So, hon, why are you saying that to yourself? You You don't deserve that talk. And this can also come as undervaluing everything you've accomplished. And there's a difference between being humble and thinking all your accomplishments that you've done are just wasted trophies. And another example is refusing refusing or avoiding taking time for yourself. In other words... Now, not taking time to practice self-care. And it's probably maybe because you either procrastinate it or you're probably too hard on yourself. I'm the person that's... I'm a really extremely hard person on myself. Like, the beginning of this week, I got sick. Like, I feel a coughing coming out, but I'm, like, holding it in. Hopefully, I don't cough during this episode, but anyways, I got sick at the beginning of this week, I think I probably caught something at prom, a lot of people were getting sick this week, um, but I caught something and, what was it, was it Thursday, no, Wednesday, it was bad, horrible, I, I went to school, I, okay, I've never my parents never let me stay at home. Like even if I was sick and throwing up like the night before, I was like nope, you're you're going to school. I I think it's probably like Hispanic parents things, I don't know. But I I went to school. So I I didn't even like bother asking my mom, "Hey, can I stay home?" I just kind of knew it was like a no. <laughs> and so I my, I went to school feeling atrociously disgusting and my class was on the second floor and I was grabbing the rail I, that morning probably five seconds after waking up I had to take an extra strength uh, extra strength Tylenol I was shaking I was sweating it was it was a disaster and so walking up the stairs I was grabbing onto the rail it was horrible I could, I could barely move. I could barely keep my eyes open. And so when I was actually, like, in class, everyone is just looking at me and telling me, damn, Daniela, you look like shit. <laughs> and I just replied, I feel like shit. And then they would ask me, why do not you stay home? And I just answered, because I need to go to school. I need to go pre-calculus, and I need to go my AP U.S. history class. And everyone, like, around, like, the time school was about to... Well, not school, but I go to two different schools. So the first one was the first half of the day. And so everyone, by the time the first half of the day ended, they convinced me I I went to go home. So I did go home. I spent the day drinking tea and watching my favorite movie. And... So, I do forget sometimes that I need to take it slow. And self-care doesn't have to look like just taking sick days off. It can look like... Emotionally, self-care can look like getting therapy. I went to therapy for the first time a couple of weeks ago. And I really enjoyed it. And I'm planning on going probably once a month. Like, for now. And... Find things that you like to do or enjoy. Doing things that bring you happiness and peace. Going, going out of your way to have self respect. Be kinder to yourself. Um, instead of like uh negative self talk, say affirmations. Don't talk negatively negatively about yourself. Do it more positively. Don't think so low of yourself. Be proud and, and confident in who you are. And physically, self-respect can look like make sure you're eating well. And that doesn't mean eating salads. That is not eating well. Eating well is if you're hungry, go eat something. Don't hurt yourself. It's unkind. And eat what you please. But also make sure that you're getting all those healthy vitamins that your body needs, not running your day on a couple almonds and a Red Bull and a coffee, you know. And not just getting your vitamins from food, but also like the sun. The sun gives us health. Go for walks. Go for runs. Go for a volleyball game or a tennis match or whatever sport you like to play. Do things that make you feel good because it will increase our self-respect and we all need to be a little bit kinder to ourselves and being kinder to ourselves might be it may look like selfishness but in reality it's just self-kindness and that's why I guess as a society we need to recognize from just true selfishness And just remember this. Think of it as the second golden rule. Treat yourself the way you would treat someone that you love. So it's reversed. Treat yourself the way you're going to treat someone that you love. And so thank you guys for listening. I really enjoyed this one. And I hope you guys have a good week. Bye.